You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. There were some developments out of the poultry industry. It looks as though there's going to be some new rebates that are going to uh, come into effect. And these rebates don't seem to be uh, going over well with some members of uh, the poultry uh, industry. But of course, there is always reasoning and rationale behind that. I'm joined on the line by Francois Bird, who is the founder of the Fair Play Movement on the latest developments out of uh, the poultry industry. Francois, good evening. Thanks uh, for taking the time. Uh, The poultry industry seems to just be going through a lot. Can't catch a break. Uh, Survived bird flu. Now subsidization of imports. What are we looking at here? This is completely irrational, in fact, because if you look at what is happening, uh, it is trying to solve a problem that didn't arise uh, with something that would destroy, has the option to destroy the industry. Uh, And in addition, it won't really solve the uh, pricing problem because prices rose even when the minister instituted uh, a nullification of anti-dumping duties for a year. It's been tried, it didn't work, so now he's doing it again. And all it would do is it would make the importers fatter and richer. Mm. And that is really, ultimately, what fair play is concerned about. It could cause hunger in the longer term, because if you destroy the local industry, uh, there will be no breaks whatsoever on the importers. So far, they've never passed on any of the benefit that the government gave them to consumers, uh, but then there will be absolutely no breaks. And of course, uh, 66% of the meat that's consumed by South Africans is chicken. So it's a very real crisis that the minister uh, is seemingly hell-bent on Mm. I think I read a study um, published by one of the international houses that sort of ranked what the most consumed meat is by each country. And South Africa, without a doubt, was poultry, as you rightly mentioned, uh, Francois. Uh, Beyond the local producers, um, what will this do for the poultry industry at large? I mean, are we looking at things like job losses? Obviously, that starts to become a concern in the back of uh, producers' minds to say, I'm a local producer, but... Um, a ShopRite or a uh, KFC franchise within famous brands is um, acquiring their chicken from an importer because the importer simply is able to offer benefits or better pricing because of those rebates, and now I have to cut jobs. Well, at the moment, they don't uh, acquire chicken from importers because the quality of local chicken is exactly what they need, Mm. uh, as well as the competitiveness of local uh, poultry producers. The real first impact, I suspect, will be on small farmers. Uh, According to a SAPA survey, by 2019, which is the year that Minister Patel created the poultry master plan, which he's now destroying, uh, uh, dumping has already contributed to the demise of about 47,000 small poultry farmers' businesses. Now, imagine what COVID, Minister Patel's rulings then, load shedding, avian influenza culling, uh, collapse of infrastructure has done to them since then. So you're not only looking at the large-scale poultry producers being targeted with this uh, anti-dumping cancelling but you're also looking at uh, small producers. Uh, this could be the final straw for uh, pr- production of small farmers 
in rural areas where it's vitally needed. Mm. Francois, you, you touched on this um, with regards to some of the other factors that have been affecting uh, the poultry space. And I can't help but think back to, yes, we're looking at uh, the, the smaller farmers, but the bigger farmers and the bigger producers aren't immune to this. I'm, I'm thinking of Astral off of the top of my head, who had billions um, in losses directly as a result of load shedding. And has the industry at all been compensated for this? I mean, alongside the load shedding, uh, that avian influenza that you mentioned forced farmers, both big and small, uh, to go through additional culling that they might not have had to go through. Um, has the industry been compensated for this in any way or form? Uh, on the contrary, instead of being compensated for all the losses that the industry have borne, not only uh, uh, effectively, but also having solved the potential shortage of chicken and keeping prices within range, uh, the minister is now trying to punish them. Mm. It's astonishing. Francois, you, you touched on the prices, and obviously that's that's quite a sensitive topic for end consumers as well. Uh, where do we stand on uh, supply chain at the moment? Um, you, you mentioned in your release and your response to these uh, rebates that there isn't actually a significant shortage to justify what's happening. Um, and I know for, I mean, if we just take a simple example, the price of eggs has gone up quite significantly as a result of uh, what happened with the avian influenza. And we haven't seen the price come back down significantly. We have seen some cuts. But do we still have supply chain shortages that we are concerned about? Or has the local economy and our local farmers recovered to the extent where they can meet all the demand. Local farmers have invested in extra capacity, so there is uh, too much capacity. Uh, in fact, they can meet demand that uh, doesn't exist yet. Mm. Uh, so there is no shortage in that respect. The issue is pricing, and uh, the local uh, chicken community, the poultry producers, both large and small, are all very aware of this. But we must take into account that Poultry inflation is driven by many factors, including the price of maize, but also because of load shedding, uh, the chicken producers have to have to get more energy produced by themselves because they can't get it from Eskom, and they still have to pay Eskom. And so if you look at everything they've had to do, the culling, all of this added to poultry inflation, uh, still... The poultry industry is competitive. The best thing to do, if if the government is really worried about consumers, which we hope they are, it is to scrap value-added tax on locally produced chicken, particularly those parts of the chicken uh, that the uh, poor people mostly use, the bone-in chicken. Mm. Francois, we, we've been going on about the subsidy and the rebate and all of that. Do we know the exact uh, size of the rebate that's being offered to importers or, or, the, or the value of the subsidy that we're looking at here? Uh, it varies. On offal, for instance, uh, the existing tariff is 30% and uh, uh, there's no rebate, so the, the new tariff is zero, so it's 30%. That's the largest portion of imports, or was the largest portion of imports, in November, in, by November 2023. 79,000 tons, more or less, almost 80,000. Whereas if you look at bone-in portions, which was uh, equally 66,000 tons imported by November 2023, 
the existing tariff is 62%. The rebate is, or the, the nullification and cancellation is 25%. And so the new tariff is only 46.5%. Mm. The difference will go into the pockets of the importers. They've never passed on the benefit. And uh, the minister has tried this before. He cancelled import duties uh, and tariffs before. It didn't do anything to the price. The price kept rising because of inflation due to load shedding, etc. So there is no rationality behind this move at all, except if the minister really wants to destroy local industry. Mm-hmm. Francois, you touched on the fact that the minister has got other options available and one of those could be uh, to either zero rate or VAT exempt uh, chicken pieces or certain chicken pieces. Are there other measures that um, can be proposed or that you have proposed in the past uh, to the ministry to say this is a viable solution that won't negatively impact on our local industry and that will protect the industry? Of all the uh, options we've looked at, Hmm. obviously there are some basic things that should have been done, like uh, paying the industry for culling their their chickens due to avian influenza. But that wouldn't solve the inflation problem because load shedding, all of these uh, measures are devastating and there. It's not up to the industry to do anything about them. They have to cope with them. Uh, And it's not going to change in the short term. The only really effective way to do it is to exempt from value-added tax bone-in portions locally produced, and it could be paid for with the very (laughs) import uh, anti-dumping levies uh, that have now been scrapped or cancelled. So the minister is actually doing doubly the wrong thing to solve a problem that doesn't exist uh, and cause a new problem that's going to be really harmful to the country and to consumers. That's not what we want to hear. That's certainly not what what we hoped this would uh, result in. Uh, Francois, in terms of the impact that this will have on the rest of the value chain. I mean, we we touched on this uh, around the eggs being uh, rather expensive and all of that. And it's not just the chicken. The the, the rest of the value chain, the smaller parts, and I mean, we've just concluded a big deal with exporting chicken uh, feet out into China. Um, What will the impact then be as it ripples down into the rest of the value chain? Are we saying that this is going to be not just chicken? It might be other things as well, byproducts? Well, imagine what chickens eat. Mm. It is maize and soya. Mm. And so if you if you destroy the local industry, you have to find a place to sell locally produced maize and soya because at the moment uh, the poultry industry takes up almost everything that's produced in South Africa. Uh, and if you look at the way in which uh, small uh, farmers uh, populate the rural areas, and then you look at where the large poultry producers are situated. It's out in areas where unemployment is already massive. Places like uh, the Limpopo province, Pumalanga, the Eastern Cape, KwaZulu-Natal. Uh, this is not a capital city industry. This is a rural industry. Uh, and in many cases, these are the largest operations, largest employers in that area also the largest taxpayers. So the minister is also shooting the tax uh, man in the foot. 
Well, we'll have to leave it at that and hope that something comes of uh, the concerns that have been raised. And we thank you for uh, raising these concerns at such a critical time. Uh, that is Francois Baird, who is uh, the founder of Fair Play Movement on the latest rebates that are being introduced in the poultry sector and the disastrous impact this could potentially have uh, on our local poultry farmers. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.